the Adventure with the Adventures of Julie Jones and the Get Shit Done podcast. Oh my gosh. As always, I probably introduced everybody the same way, but I'm really, 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 really mean at this time. I am super excited to have a fabulous friend of mine who I've known for years. We know each other through personal growth, through life, through business. She is absolutely amazing. Welcome to the show, Don Cermak. I am super excited to have you here today. And I am super excited to be here. And I know that you know that the feeling is totally mutual. My fabulous, dynamic, energetic, get shit done, Julie Jones girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So everybody's like, well, these two just shot up already. Okay. We're going to get to the meat of the show. <laughs> However, I think what's really important, because um, like our, my, the purpose of my show, as many of you know, is casual conversation. And to just find ideas that inspire you and help you to be better in life, better in business, better in what everything. Because when you know better, you do better, you do right? Better. Absolutely. So when I when we talk about different things, it's like whatever, you know, whatever kind of comes to mind. And, you know, just to really impart on people what it is that they're most excited about. So let's get to let's let's get to you, Dawn, because you have so many exciting things going on in your life. But I really want to talk about your journey of being an entrepreneur because you've been an entrepreneur, it seems like your entire life and you've started multiple businesses. So let's get started on you sharing a little bit about who you are and all these different exciting businesses. Okay. So my name is Dawn Cermak and I have been an entrepreneur for 32 years. And I know that number, it's easy to keep track of because I started my first business when I was about eight months pregnant, standing in my kitchen and knowing that I didn't want to go back to work, right? Isn't that what we all do? I want to be home with my kids. I want to be home to raise my kids. So I'm going to start a business. Yeah. So that business, so I'll tell you what happened with that one. My sister said, hey, will you start, can you incorporate this business for us? We need to do, we have a non-compete. We need to, um, we wanted to do the business in New Jersey, but we have a non-compete. So can you start the business in Maryland? And then we'll, you know, kind of get things sorted out and we'll go to New Jersey. I'm like, oh, sure. I can do that. I have no idea. I don't have an MBA. I don't have a CPA. I don't have any business, anything. So I go down to Staples or, you know, Office Depot and I get a how to incorporate a business kit. Remember people, this was 32 years ago. There was no internet. There was no just go Google it and look it up and print out the form. So I trot myself down to Office Depot, get my get my kit, got pen and paper. I'm filling out my articles of incorporation, mail them off, right? That's how it worked then. It was crazy. That's how it worked then. That's old school, my friend. That's old school. <laughs> Big time old school. And I learned everything that I know, baptism by fire. Like I've, I've learned by doing, I mean, I've, I've taken courses and done, but I've learned by doing. And so here, I, oh, okay. I'm going to start a business and I'm going to stay home with my kids. Yeah. Built a $10 million company, had 150 employees, was working 80 or 90 hours a week. I would come home from work. I would come home from work. I have three littles at this point. I beat them all dinner. We read books. We do homework, go tuck them in, say good night. And then I, as quiet as I could, go downstairs and get out the front door and go back to work until two in the morning. 
because I ran the evening shift at the warehouse. And that's when I did all the invoicing and payroll and, and all of that. So, and then I would go home at two in the morning and, you know, get up with kids and get them to the bus stop and do the whole thing over again. And every morning I was like, oh my God, I have got to figure out how to spend more time at home. Like if the house is dirty, like the bathrooms are disgusting and the kids need, you know, their jeans are too short. Like they, every, I've got to figure out how to spend more time at home. And I get to the office and there's a line out my office door waiting for me to come in. And I'm like, oh my God, I have just got to figure out how to spend more time at work. Right? It's the classic, it's what every mompreneur, I mean, dads, I don't, don't take offense, but for sure, mompreneurs have that, it's just this awful feeling of I'm now I'm not doing anything well. I'm not being right, a good you mom. just can't be at two places at one time. Like effectively, everybody wants to think we can multitask. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Like you got to have your focus on one thing. And it's it's unfair to you as a human being you know, to be at home thinking about work and to be at work thinking about home. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Now I ha- did not have any personal growth in my life at that point. So, you know, it did help when I finally accessed that a little bit, but it really took a toll on my now ex-husband. And I can tell you he's now my ex-husband because of the toll that being an entrepreneur took and running the business and, and, you know, I mean, it's not his fault, how I handled it, how like there was a lot to it. But honestly, that was a big part of it. And interestingly, a big part of that was that as I grew, as the company grew, as my responsibility grew, so did my self-confidence. And I became a very confident speaker, confident person, like this person that was not the person that he married. Right. So I just I changed in on my journey in my journey of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. And that confidence propelled you to do so many different things. So, you know, touch upon some of the different businesses. I know like you're in a newer one right now that we'll get to in a minute, but just talk about some of the different businesses you've had and you know what businesses you're currently working on. Well, when I started that, that so the business I started with my sister was a special event production company. And we did, you know, parties. We did, we did our our first party was my mom. It was her 50th birthday. And we did this whole, we built a 50s diner set and the front end of a 57 Chevy and the corner candy store. And like we built out this whole 50s environment where people could get their pictures. And we did it just for my mom, just to whatever. But I also simultaneous to that, I was running a database management company to pay the bills. Right. So I was doing this whole database management company that that was those two were happening. The party company, special event design and and production took off. We ended up ultimately in a hundred thousand square foot warehouse with like all these employees. Not just a 57 Chevy, a roadster and a whole Western town and coral reefs and like, you know, theme stuff and furniture, you, you name it. Right. But in. In the middle of that, I was like, this is great. I'm making a lot of money. I was making a lot of money. But I wasn't seeing my kids. Like I literally 80, 90 hours a week, every weekend, total stress, trucks breaking down, me driving to New Jersey to pick crew up that got stranded somewhere, me out in snowstorms trying to rescue whatever 
take stuff down because stuff didn't make it on the truck. I'm out in my Jeep, like trying to get stuff to event site, like so stressful all the time, completely consuming. And my kids were really getting the short end of the stick. So I said, we have to sell the company. I got to get out. I got to get out. I got to, I got, I got to get back to my kids. So we did sell the company, which was great. And then my sister turned to me and she said, okay, we have got to get healthy and get in shape and lose weight because we'd been living out of the vending machine and hadn't seen the inside of a gym in 10 years. And, you know, the stress was, you know, putting, you know, pounds on. So she, so we sold it. So we're like, okay, we're going to walk away. This is our golden summer. We're going to get healthy and get in shape and lose weight. She said, great, go figure out how we're going to do it. I said, I'm on it. Go figure out how we're going to lose weight and get in shape and get healthy. Okay. I'm on it. Okay. So I'm Googling like Oprah's green tea diet of 2007. This was 2007. And a friend of mine said, my other sister, one of my sisters, there's a lot of us. One of my sisters said, well, what about isogenics? And I said, what's isogenics? She said, I don't know, but my friend Kathy swears by it. And if you want to lose weight, like that's what you didn't be super healthy. That's what you should be doing. Like, okay. Called Kathy. (laughs) And she said, yeah, it works. So you were, you want, you want to see results fast? Yeah. Do you, you want to lose weight a healthy way? Yeah. She said, yeah, well, this is for you. I said, great. Send me two. I didn't ask her how much it cost. I didn't ask her what you had to do. I trusted her. I believed her. She said it worked. Just send me two. Well, it did work. Well, little did I know it was a network marketing company. I had no idea. And I was like, you know, stay away from me. I know you can't see me. I'm doing like, like the cross and the vampire, right? Stay away from me. Network marketing. Ooh. Like totally, but the products worked. Everybody wanted to know what we were doing. We shared it with them. And then all of, now all of a sudden I've got a team. I'm looking for a and team. And you're getting checks and you're like, what the hell is happening right now? <laughs> like, wait, this was my golden summer to like walk away from business and figure out what I'm going to do. And all of a sudden I've got this team. Like, and then I looked at the compensation plan and I'm like, oh, well, this makes sense for me right now because I wanted to be at the bus stop every day. At, at this point, I've had another baby along the way. Just, just throw that in there. I now have a two-year-old, right? And because um, I could, because she was always meant to be, I just didn't have time for her and sold the company. Now I have time for her. So now I've got the two-year-old and I want to be her mom and I want to be at the bus stop every day. And I want to be that person and network marketing fits that. Complete control of your time and you may, you call the shots. You're not brick and mortar. You're, you know, network marketing. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. And there's a lot of other people I know want to have that life too. And so for quite a few years, I did that journey. I was very successful. I'm a multiple seven figure earner with Isogenics. Um, still love the products. We'll still tell anybody you should do a 30 day, 30 day nutritional cleanse because you'll feel amazing and the products actually work. And now there's collagen that, you know, people tell me I don't look even nearly as old as I am and like, so great. So along the way with that, what happened was I, um, so I was making good money at Isogenics. I'm really happy and living in London and living in Barcelona and traveling around the world. And because you can with network marketing, it's great profession, you know, really geographically not conditional. And, um, I realized through an experience that I had 
when I realized that there was in there was advice that my accountants hadn't given me. I've had accounts for 32 years and they're highly compensated. They are not, they're not H&R Block. No, no offense, H&R Block people, but they're not H&R Block. They're, you know, real. But because they weren't oriented towards quote unquote home-based business, they were more brick and mortar corporate and they weren't oriented towards businesses being built online. Because of advice they hadn't given me, I had left over $100,000 on the table. And I thought $100,000, not in write-offs, people. I did not write off $100,000 in expenses. $100,000 that should today be in my bank account and is not because of advice that the accountants didn't give me. And it wasn't because, it wasn't, I'm not faulting them. They just, they're accountants. They do that. You, you send them your books and they do your tax return. That's what most accountants do. They're not proactively helping you with strategies. They're doing your tax return. That's what accountants do. So again, no offense to any accountants. I know there's a lot of great ones out there that are proactive, do do strategies, do do planning. Um, These guys, not so much. And so when I realized that, I realized I had to get myself educated and empowered to be able to know what I needed to put in the shoebox to deliver to the accountant, like know what belonged in the shoebox, understand the strategies, understand everything behind that. But I thought to myself, if me, having been in business for 32 years, if this happened to me, what about all of the amazing female entrepreneurs out there who are actually accidental entrepreneurs who have just fallen in love with the product like I did, right? Fallen in love with coaching fallen in love with some service-based profession and all they want to do is help people and be good at what they do, but business and taxes, no thanks. Right. Well, I I just, like, I want to stop you right there because like, I think about my own journey, right? And I think about, you know, for me and maybe for you as well, like, I, I, I can't remember in your story, if you have, did you have entrepreneurial parents did either one of them own a business? My dad did at the end. Okay. But see, my my father and my mother, you know, they they both were employees. They never had like that entrepreneurial, like business mindset, which there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of us who we we go to work, and I did, you know, as a law enforcement officer, went to work, got a paycheck, and then I decided that I have this entrepreneurial heart and this entrepreneurial spirit. And I want to be in business for myself, right? But you don't know what you don't know because of the fact that it wasn't, there's like, I didn't go to school for business. I didn't go to school for those kinds of things. And a lot of people haven't. So then when it comes to business, sometimes those numbers and everything can be overwhelming. And you just think that you're going to do your taxes or you're going to do everything like you've always done as an employee. And there are books out there. I remember, you know, so much information out there about when you own a home-based business, you know, it's a it's a huge advantage for you for taxes and for all kinds of different things, but it's having the knowledge, it's having the information, you know, and sometimes you can Google, you can do all this other stuff, but like, I like to hear it from people. I'm a visual learner. I like to be shown. And then I like, you know, people to explain it to me. That's all I'm I'm really looking for. And that's what you're, you know, that's what you guys do. 
And that is what we do because there's so many people that are in exactly that place of that you are. And there's so many people and there's, there are things to know and understand. And, and like for a lot of people that start their own business, that self-employment tax is a shocker. You know, maybe you switched over, maybe you had the W-2 and maybe you had, then you start your business and you're, let's say, hallelujah, you're successful, but the more successful you, you are, if you're not tracking all your expenses and learning how to maximize the tax benefits that are available to you as a business owner, that 15% self-employment tax is going to gonna uh, come as a big shock at the end of the year. And you need to know about it all year long because if you're not, you know, there's so much to it, like just, just figuring out the whole, get, wrapping your head around the whole estimated tax payment thing. If you're not paying yourself a salary through your business, which there are pros and cons for doing that too, for sure, right? And there's different entity structures and there's different tax benefits to different entity structures. So all of that, well, that's that's a lot of information for somebody who's an accidental entrepreneur and just fell in love with a product or fell in love with helping people to take in so what we like to do at Hey Taxi, my current company, Hey Taxi, we like to do it together. We're all about community, right? And so we have a course called Taxes and Tequila. And we say the shot glasses are on Hey Taxi, the drinks are on Uncle Sam because ta- tequila is required for the workshop. I mean, you don't have to drink it and really you don't have to buy it. Although I've heard that there's some very good non-alcoholic tequilas out there right now. Rituals, somebody told me Rituals is a non-alcoholic tequila. I'm like, what would be the point? But I don't know. What non-alcoholic tequila? I, do, hmm. anyway. I know, I know, Don. I know. I know. I, I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> I'm not a big tequila person anyway. So why would you drink non-alcoholic tequila? But um, so in, in Texas and tequila, it's like, and and it's just women. Hey, taxi is just women. It's a bunch of women getting together, like a happy hour, right? We're getting together. And we're going to figure out together what goes in that shoebox. And there's no dumb questions. And there's lots of ideas and lots of information that comes out that we, that, you know, we, we go through everything on that schedule C, that profit and loss statement that you're going to have to fill out as a business owner. And you don't need to be, and we dispel all the myths. You don't need to be incorporated to take business expenses. You don't even have to have made any money in your first or your second year to take those business expenses. Um, For those of you who, I just had this yesterday, the spouse who was actually listening, thank God, he's like, well, honey, I don't want to mess with our standard deductions. So don't be taking those business expenses. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm glad you're here, honey, because those two things don't have anything to do with each other. So there's all these myths that are causing female entrepreneurs to leave a lot of money on the table an average of $6,000 a year for female entrepreneurs because they just don't understand all of the, I mean, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to, you know, making a trip that you're on, turning it into a business trip and getting to write off the whole thing. I just, my daughter and I took a trip to uh, Spain and Portugal this summer and we wrote off the entire trip legitimately, legitimately. Right. This is all like legit. This isn't like, you know, woo woo, like pie you know. in the sky ideas, right? This is all things. And, and, you know, a couple of key points that I want to make is number one, you're absolutely right. And it's, again, it's like what people don't know what they don't know. Right. So 
just like ask some questions sometimes of your accountant or whoever you're working with. And sometimes they're opening to learning. I remember having a conversation with a bookkeeper just not too long ago about like a law that I found out about and she had no idea. I actually had a copy of it and I sent it to her. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing this with me because now she can also like help the rest of her clients. Like, you know, you can't be everything to everybody all the time. There's always so much new change and so much new information coming out there. But I guess the biggest thing is, is that if they're not willing to listen or to be open to finding out the information, then it may be one of those things where you want to look at somebody who is open to having that conversation with you around what you can do for taxes. The second thing that I really want to point out, because we started off the conversation with this, is this idea behind having a tribe. You know, Dawn and I are so blessed because we know each other and we have tribes of different people. You know, Dawn and I, initially, one of the the first places we met was through a personal growth company. And personal growth is key. Like I am such a big believer in, you know, learning and growing for yourself. It's not for anybody else. It's for you and yourself and how you can be the best version of you. That's it. So we have that we have that tribe of people in common. We also have several other tribes. I'm part of Hey Taxi. I'm also her and I are also part of another organization called Lead Up for Women. And it's so key to be surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And that really makes all the difference in the world. And Don and I are both experts. Like if you don't have a tribe, in the show notes we're going to have Don's contact information and how you can get a hold of her at Hey Taxi. And my contact information is always there as well. Find your tribe that resonates with you and just really put yourself out there because it's in that sense of community that we collaborate and that we can make a difference and learn together. Yeah, I just, I have um, from living, did I say I lived in Barcelona? Did I already say that? Well, you, you, you visited, but you didn't talk about living in Barcelona. I did. So in the, in the middle of my, my, oh, I left my company behind. Oh, I'm going to be at the bus stop. Oh, now I'm going to take my eight-year-old daughter. We're going to move to a place that we know nobody, but that was a dream I had to immerse ourselves in a new culture and a language and everything. So off we went to Barcelona and went and lived in Barcelona, ran my network marketing team from a little cafe on the Mediterranean, not such a bad life for sure. Met some amazing women there um, because I was also part of Entrepreneurs Organization when I was there. So I met all these other women business owners, some men too, but my besties ended up being these two women business owners. And actually right now, because of the one, I was talking to her at Christmas, like uh, last Christmas, not this one, last Christmas. And I was, we, we were catching up and she said, hey, by the way, do you know anybody who might want to host um, a, an exchange student? And I said, oh, well, just send me the information. I'll ask around. So I said to my daughter, hey, do we know anybody that would want to host an exchange student? And she said, yeah. I said, oh, who? And she said, us. I said, oh, us. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And so David, who's 15 years old, is here from Barcelona. He's staying with us for the year. He's the delightful. It was a, and it actually, it wasn't until he came. My daughter was virtual for a year and a half in school because of COVID. And it wasn't until he arrived that I realized how lonely she had been the last year and a half. And it's just nice to hear her, you know, laughing in the house with, you know, another person. So anyway, that happened. 
from one of my people there. And this morning, I connected one of my members in Hey Taxi, who's a parenting coach, with my Barcelona bestie, who's also a parenting coach. So we all had this great, and then I another woman who's trying to create a, a community for single moms. And she's new to the creating of communities. So we were having a little powwow and I was giving her some pointers about creating community because that's community is everything. And I think, you know, so many people and I, and I get it, like, cause I don't want to make this political and I don't want to get on this topic so long, but you know, like with COVID and the pandemic and what happened and so many people look at, you know, so many of the negatives and I look at all the positives And I really do think that one of the things that came out of it was that people really looked at the need for community and having those people in our lives again and getting back to conversations because it's not about like posting on social media, how perfect everything is, right? Or texting people or emails. It was like, I found myself and I do, I'm still like to this day, a phone talker. I grew up as a phone talker. I'm still a phone talker. I love to have conversations with people. So picking up that phone and having real life conversations, setting up social Zooms. Yes, it was technology. And like, you can either look at the positives or the negatives of of technology, but being able to bring people together and having happy hours and having fun. I threw somebody a surprise birthday party on Zoom because she was so bummed that she couldn't celebrate a huge birthday, right? So she thought she was just coming to Zoom with me and I had other people there as a surprise. And let me tell you, it was was a fabulous surprise party that we had, right? But it's all because of creating that, that connection. As human beings, we all want connection. So how can we make that? And if you don't have it, Let's help you find it because Dawn, you know, is instrumental in doing that as well as I am. And, you know, like neither one of us would be at the point that we are today if it wasn't for connection and collaboration. I love connecting people. Like it's a high, isn't it? It's like a high. Absolutely. (laughs) And when they hit it off and when these two gals realized that together they could make their businesses go global like it's a high it, it I, just I I love it too it's one of my favorite things to do I think it's been something that you know I've been gifted with from you know young on and um, I've been networking and connecting people especially here in Arizona for the last 21 years and it's it is like when somebody like says somebody that they're looking for, right? And I'm like, ooh, pick me because I have the connection for you, right? There is nothing better than being able to give that gift of like, you know, hey, listen, this is, you know, my contact. I want to introduce you. And it's really how like you've become even more part of my life because I connected you to Colleen. Like I said, like I knew Colleen, And I knew you and I'm like, oh my gosh, the two of you need to meet. And now look at all the collaboration that has been done amongst all of us because of that one simple connection. And you did, you just said, you've just got to meet this woman. I've got somebody you have to meet. I'm like, okay, well, if Julie Jones says I have to meet her, I have to meet her. And that's that. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Stamp of approval, stamp of approval. Well, you know what? There are certain people who attract quality people. And you're one of those people. And so if you tell me 
that I should meet somebody, I should talk to somebody, or you trust them, I should use them. I'm going to do that. Just like me with the girl, send me two. I trusted her. I didn't ask how much it cost. I didn't ask what it was. I trusted her. And she knows that I'm driven by results. So I, and I feel the same way about you. If you tell me to do that, I would go and call the person or do the thing or engage that, you know, engage that service or buy the product. Well, thank you. But you know, that's another really valid point that you make. It's the relationships that we build. See, it takes time. Like, you know, I mean, if you're listening to this and Dawn has not had the success that she's had, it it doesn't come overnight, right? I mean, like everybody always sees that, like they want to say you're an overnight success. It takes work. But what it really takes is putting yourself out there and being vulnerable, being authentic and building those relationships. Because we've all heard that people do business with people they know, like, and trust. That is key, right? And so it may not happen, you know, when you first meet somebody, you know, and I, and I do I do coaching around effective networking, right? Like going into a networking event and throwing out your business cards and being like, do business with me, you will never, ever get business. It's like, find out about people personally and what their passions are and what their dreams are and build that relationship. And then when you do ask for something, it's going to be an easy yes, because you've already built that relationship. Or ask them what you can do to help them. The best way, the quickest way to pave that road is to offer them a connection, offer them something, buy their product and try it out. You want people to pay attention to you, pay attention to them first. Absolutely. Ah, Don, we can talk about this like all day long. So, you know, as as you look ahead and, you know, you have another interesting um, project in the works, you know, your coffee, you know, coffee book, coffee table, coffee, something. (laughs) Coffee shop project. I actually, the brochure was just kicking around here a minute ago, but. Coffee shop project. And I love this idea. So this is another one of her entrepreneurial ideas. Talk a little bit about that because that's going to take you back to Barcelona and to some other exciting places as well. It is. I'm super excited. So Coffee Shop Project is a curated journey of self-discovery for women who are at that point in their life where they're looking around and they're going, "Uh, I just lived my whole life for other people. I just live my whole life putting other people first, my kids, my spouse, my boss, my aging parents. And now it's my turn. It's my turn to figure out what's next for me in my life. And I could use a little help getting there. So that's what the coffee shop project is. So you get to get there with the help of a coach. You have eight other women who are in your cohort. It's a 28-day session. And it's in a little town on the Mediterranean where I had my uh, breakthrough and my amazing experiences, a tiny little Mediterranean town in the Mediterranean. I don't know if you know, Julie, they live life out in the street. They live their life in the street, in the plaza, talking to their neighbors, being in community. Oh, my God. Talk about a common theme for the call. Shit. Sorry. Mm. Being in shit. Listen, my platform is get shit done. So you're right. Oh, it's true. true. (laughs) And so there's this, there's this sense of community that, that 
is part of the experience. You get to immerse in that community because we have ways to facilitate you being part of that community as you're on this journey of figuring out and writing the next chapter of your life. So that's what it is. It's again, I'm sorry, guys. It's not that I don't like guys. Like I do like guys. I really do. But this is another women only. And it's not that we need more help than you. We're just different. We just have different needs that need that, (laughs) that we need to attend to. So, so you could do this, not in a little town on the Mediterranean, but if you're going to do it, why not go to a little, it's, it's kind of like a little mini eat, pray, love adventure. If well, you, you can remember, sign me that. up, you can sign me up. Cause that sounds amazing. Cause I've always wanted to go to Spain. And so like going with you and going with an amazing group of women and you're absolutely right, Dawn, you know, this is, you know, and I have my audience is both men and women, and I have both male and um, female podcast guests. And here's the honest to God truth. Um, and any man who's listening to this knows we just network differently. And, you know, and, and so for women, it's all about like sometimes a lot of times it's the relationship. And I'm not saying that it's like gender inclusive, right? Because there are men that like, you know, with for relationships and those types of things is just as important. And it's just really, um, you know, the, the, the personal growth class that Dawn and I took, they recognized that there's different styles of leadership between men and women and how they do things. And so they have an advanced course that is co-ed, but then the the next advanced course separates us out and it's called women's leadership and men's leadership because of some of those differences. And it's not right, wrong, good, or bad. It's just what is. And so, um, of course, any men though that are out there listening to this, by all means, Dawn and I welcome a conversation with you because we'd love to have a conversation um, because... We're, you know, equal opportunists, right, Dawn? <laughs> yes, guys. But if there's women out there for whom the coffee shop project sounds like a dream come true, hit me up. Just message me. I have a little Facebook group where I'm putting people that are interested because it's not launched yet, soon, but not yet. And if you're interested, if it sounds like something that you is resonating in every core of your being, I'm also looking actually for a business partner. So I'm putting it out, not only just to the universe, but Julie Jones's whole podcast world that I'm looking for a business partner or an investor and um, women who want to play. <laughs> awesome. Well, Dawn, you know, because I know that when um, the podcast here is broadcast that we're going to be thick in the things of um, tax season. So you've got some, you know, excellent classes that are always coming up. Like if people went to your website and we're going to get your contact information here in a second, but like, what would you highly suggest that people take a look at, at your, in your community? So first, since we're in the thick of tax season, I would tell every single female entrepreneur, no matter who's doing your taxes, how many years they've been doing your taxes, you need to take taxes and tequila because that is going to tell you exactly what to put in your shoebox. You want to take Kaching, which is maximize your home office deduction. That's actually an on-demand workshop that exists on the website. Those are two things that are very specific to right now. In March, I have a masterclass coming up being taught by a CPA called Advanced Tax and Wealth Strategies for Business Owners. Maybe that's up your alley. How could it not be? Julie Jones is doing a masterclass where she's teaching your zone of genius. No more Diana Prince, right? 
get, get that Wonder Woman within out and about. So that's a masterclass. We have profitability one-on-one. We have um, money mindset. We've got all these different things. So if it's taxes specifically, then come in and take taxes and tequila, take ka-ching and go on your merry way. If community, if networking, if having coaches available for spot coaching, if having strategy sessions with other female entrepreneurs, if having somebody to get feedback from, bounce ideas off of, if having someone in your corner to believe in you and for you until you can believe for yourself or in those moments of crisis or self-doubt, if all of that is appealing, then you would want to look at the empowered CEO membership. Because at Hey Taxi, we're focused on having you be the empowered CEO of your business because certainty is sexy. And yes, un- it is. <laughs> and uncertainty is a turnoff. People won't follow you if you're not certain. So if you're suffering from imposter syndrome or just like a lot of angst around the business side of your business, it's impacting your business. I promise you. You want to be the empowered CEO of your business. If you're certain, people will follow you. If you're certain, people will buy from you. If you're certain, people will just plain want to hang out with you. Certainty, sexy people. Man, I love that, Don. And on that note, why don't you throw out, it'll be in the show notes as always, but why don't you throw out your contact information so if people are looking to get a hold of the amazing, sexy Don Thermack. <laughs> What's your how's what's the best way to get a hold of you, Don? So www.heytaxiacademy.com, just like it sounds, H-E-Y-T-A-X-I-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y.com is where Taxes and Tequila is, all of our memberships, our business builders boot camp coming up um quarterly. So check it out. The next one, the next, you know, when the next one is, that's Three day is three, not three days, three hours. Make it professional, make it legitimate, and make it profitable. That's what we focus on there. So that's what you can find there. If you want um, the Coffee Shop Project, actually just, just look on Facebook for Coffee Shop Project. You'll find the Facebook group. Just has to be let in. It might take me a couple of days to get you in, but at least I'll know you're interested. Or just find me on Facebook. I'm pretty easy to find normally. Dawn Cermak, C-E-R-M-A-K. I'm in red. That's the, I think I'm still in red. I'm in red on my profile picture. You can usually find me pretty easy. Um, Or just text me 443-250-8109 and let's connect. Let's set up a time. You can add, or or on Calendly, if you're a Calendly person, um, calendly.com slash Dawn dash Cermak. And you can just set up an appointment to talk to me. Is that enough ways? Oh my gosh. Those are amazing <laughs> ways. And like, please don't be texting her at like midnight. You know, like that's, you know, just be respectful of time because it's so gracious of her to give out her personal cell phone. I give out my personal cell phone all the time as well, because I know people are going to respect that. So on that note, we'll make sure all that information is in the show notes And I just want to say thank you to Dawn again for being an amazing, um, you know, uh, guest on my, on my show today. Like, I just think of how life would look so much different if it wasn't for Dawn Cermak being part of it. So on that note, Dawn, thank you again for being here. And for all of you listening, as always, I appreciate you tuning in. 
and listening to the inspiring stories that I bring you. Have yourselves an amazing, productive, get shit done type of week. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Time is our most valuable asset, and I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.